All right, and good evening. Hello, guys and ghouls. How are you guys doing this evening? Welcome to the first episode of Spooky Unicorns. I'm Robbie Trong. I'm Jasmine Jamero. And we, again, are the Spooky Unicorns. This is our first episode, so we are going to start off this evening with a fun topic. It's a debatable topic, but it's a fun topic nonetheless. Very debatable. Jasmine, what's our topic this evening? Zombies. Zombies. The Walking Dead. The walking shred. The creatures of the night. <laughs> Me in a corner <laughs> next to Golden Motel. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't. I'm not a prostitute. Well. <laughs> you have a golden corner. It's okay. Oh my god. Well, we're gonna get started with this episode real soon. So here's a theme song for you guys to enjoy. Let us know what you think after the show's over. But enjoy. Before we get to our topic of zombies today, Jasmine, would you like to introduce our special guests of the evening? Oh, for sure. So, our special guests, aka our girlfriends, are hopping on the show for today for the zombie episode. So, guys, did you want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hi, this is Fiona, and I'm on the show because I'm into horror movies and really just any movies in general that have. A really good storyline, and I'm also a hike enthusiast. Ooh, she's on the garden path, Henny. <laughs> on the golden path. On the golden path. And our next guest. Hi guys, it's Shanala Goto, and I am super excited to be here tonight with my fellow girlfriends. And thank you guys so much, Robbie and Jasmine, for inviting us and having us um, be part of this beautiful and. I just love <laughs> horror so much. So to be part of something like this is very exciting. Very, very exciting and spooky. And I love it. <laughs> and, you know, it's... Horror to me is something I grew up with. And I've been... I've been watching horror since I was about five. Mm-hmm. So to be part of something like this, especially um, this is the first time I've been part of a podcast, is just super exciting and thrilling, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to be possibly part of more. Ladies, uh, the talk of the evening, we are going to be talking about zombies. Zombie. Zombie. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> so with that, um, yeah, girls, like, what are your just immediate thoughts? Just like, give it, like, what are your thoughts on the zombie films? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Where do you think you're at with it? Um, it's kind of iffy. I'm not really a huge fan on the whole. I don't know. For me, zombie movies sometimes they can get a little too predictable. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why. Like, I have a short attention span when it comes to movies. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't catch me. I don't know, like the first uh, few hours of the movie, then I won't. 
few hours. <laughs> <laughs> how long are the vlogs? I don't know. If it's a good ten minutes, like I won't. I'm not. I won't be engaged with it. So, you know. Um, you know. In the movie, when the zombie's coming out of the grave, he's like that zombie where she just stops halfway and she's just like, "I'm gonna go back in." Bro. <laughs> Oh, that's this, wor- this world's work. not interesting. Oh, not this pandemic? No thanks. <laughs> like, that's enough work for tonight. <laughs> Jane, how about you? How do you? What's your thoughts on the zombie genre? The genre is not my strongest. Yeah. In knowledge, at least, um, it's it's not my favorite. Yeah. But it's it's also a very strong genre. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's uh, universal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still love the concept of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot. Um, of films and like very few between those films there are those really really good ones in between the all the really ugly ones oh yes (laughs) the good the bad and the ugly the very ugly (laughs) the very ugly she's beautiful and she's ugly (laughs) Jasmine how about you what are your thoughts on the zombie genre the zombie genre um, I would say it has come a long way Um, I mean for what it's worth of course all of them are kind of about dead people some of them like Resident Evil, for example, you know, they're just sick. Not, I mean, some of them are dead. Most of them are dead. I think the world got wiped out in that movie, girl. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's come a long way, though. It's come a long way. It has come a long way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the zombie franchise, uh, like I had mentioned before, there have been so much movies. There are there literally, I think, in about 10, about 10 to 12 years, that we will actually have a whole um, century full of zombie films. Century, mm-hmm. A century is 100 years, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because, funny thing actually, the first zombie film actually came out in 1932. Uh, that is Victor Halperin's White Zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the few years in between after that, George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead in 1968, and Sam Raimi's Evil Dead in 1981. So these are just kind of like some of the early films. Mm-hmm. And you think about 1932... And we're hitting, we're in 2020. Mm-hmm. In 2033, 32, around that time frame, we're going to literally have 100 years worth of zombie films, you know? So that says a lot about what kind of franchise and what kind of genre this is. But then it's just like, not all of it's good, but some of it's good, mm-hmm. you know? So we're about to get into that right now. So, um, you know, with zombie films, like we had mentioned, there are those select few that really stand out. Um, you know, like in most in most movies, really, uh, in most movie genres, um, there's always going to be those standout films that really raise the level uh, of, you know, expectations when it comes to mm-hmm. these films being really, really amazing and really being able to evolutionize uh, the genre of, you know, whatever they stand in, in this case, zombies. So for you guys, what are some zombie films over the last, you know, few decades that really stood out to you just in regards to... Um, you know, it changing the game, changing the game of of, of the film industry. Mm. Jane, how about you? What, what you got? With my movie picks, that I guess that changed my um, perception of the zombie genre would be World War Z and uh, Mark Forster was the one who directed that movie. Mm-hmm. With World War Z, um, it's very debatable, I guess, because. Um, they're they're the more um, evolutionized zombies. Yeah, and they're like I would say the recent breed of zombies. Yeah, yeah. the recent breed of zombies, and yeah. they're the runners. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, that that's just terrifying because 
Uh, for what we've known zombies for a long time, they're slow. Yeah. You know, the whole... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> slow, slow movement and very... Oh, I can run away from you, girl. Yeah. Versus these are the runners. Mm-hmm. You need to run. You know, it's funny because... We act, you know, I think like in the early 2000s, that's when they started introducing runners. Mm-hmm. But what made this, I think, film so different was like they're not even running, they're body piling. They are yeah. Yeah. literally crowd surfing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're making like hills and shit. So it's. And if you notice, the World War Z zombies, they're, uh, they make the certain sound. The, you know, the. the they sound teeth. like aliens. If you guys can't hear what she's doing, she's doing like the teeth chatter. Yeah, that, that. ASMR teeth chattering. Yes. Yes, that is, And yeah. they're provoked by sound. Mm. Yes. yes. So once they hear that sound, they start running. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. like a quiet place. Yeah. Yikes. Um, I remember this in this film. This was uh, one of the standout things was, I guess, their reason as to why zombies go for certain, you know, people. And in this case, they need healthy bodies because they made it kind of like evident towards like the second half of the film that they the zombies won't attack anyone that's sickly or with disease you know and stuff like that so i thought that was really cool brad pitt the savior (laughs) his character i really love because he was he was very fearless in the movie and Mm -hmm. he also came up with the solution of you know how to stop them Mm -hmm. and you know like you said um they are more it is they go after the healthy ones yeah yeah versus if you're sick they just don't see you at all mm-hmm. and that was just very that was my favorite part yeah just him discovering that and that very scene where he just walks through them yeah like nothing yeah Ooh, that got me that. <laughs> that got you fucked up yeah <laughs> it was just like whew, he got it there safe daddy's safe <laughs> you heard it here first everyone brad pitt is daddy i mean i'm not gonna lie brad, <laughs> brad pitt has been daddy since legends of the fall if you don't know what that is you probably don't have a vhs <laughs> Ooh. okay well for starters i would say resident evil um of course the one directed by paul ws anderson um and you know of course Resident Evil started off small, you know, like we mentioned, it started out as like sick people, like from a viral infection that was chemically made. And of course, like I feel like it's kind of bad timing, you know, with the current situation of the world. But I feel like it did um, change the zombie game in like so many ways because then the evolution of the movies Mm -hmm. you know like they started out as like walkers and then they evolved to runners and then crawlers and then mutants yeah all of a sudden they started getting like mutants um because of zombies you know like coming together and morphing and stuff um so yeah that is my first choice and for my second choice i would say dawn of the dead only because you know i feel like it was more realistic in that sense mm-hmm. um like in that movie it came off as like a super realistic um way of survival like during the zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. so you know i feel like a lot of movies branched off from their style of, yeah um cinematography and so on okay yeah yeah, I'm, I'm going to actually touch back on Dawn of the Dead because that was also one of my uh, picks on my list. But um, 
Uh, Fee, what about you? What What is a standout zombie film to you in this day and age? Well, the zombie movie that I picked was Train to Busan, mm-hmm. which is a Korean horror or zombie movie. And I really like the overall movie because it talked about or it showed like Korea in their culture, how capitalist mm. like it was, and like usually the main character, he was basically a workaholic, and he was a hedge fund manager, and he was in charge of, I guess, investing stocks into this company that he knew was somehow leaking biohazard waste, yeah, and it was in- affecting the environment, and then in a way that, and this kind, this hazard waste affected the animals. And then, which in turn also affected the people. And surely enough, like, it started, like, this zombie apocalypse in Korea. And it's crazy because usually, like, everything is happening in the bullet train. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're being affected with the zombies inside the train and then the ones outside who are trying to get inside. Yeah. And, I don't know, I really like the story because it's kind of like man versus its environment. Yeah. And also, like, at the end within the passengers that are not affected by the zombies they are basically man versus himself yeah like how survival can, of the yeah, fittest how can how can they hold on to their humanity mm-hmm. without you know sacrificing other people yeah or even you know it's kind of like a tough situation yeah there were a lot of like themes that got explored like like you could tell under pressure people mm-hmm. are willing to yeah. you know sacrifice themselves what do they call it um uh not I mean, it's survival of the fittest, but it's uh, self-preservation. There you go. No, the idea of self-preservation. Thank you. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, just the idea of self-preservation. That really got explored in that film, and you saw, especially with one particular character. Uh, (laughs) One particular character that pissed, I'm pretty sure, a lot of people off. But it's real, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's the reality of the situation is when we are put and, you know, pitted against tough and difficult times, especially in this case, like a zombie apocalypse, you know, you're gonna really get to see who will still, you know, maintain that part of their humanity. Yeah. And they were pretty much backed into a corner in that film. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole film, they're just in a train. In a train. Very limited. You know, yeah, very limited amount of space, and then... Usually zombie movies are very free roam. Yeah. You know, it's like, I gotta run to this building, I gotta run here, I gotta run here. This is like enclosed space yeah. yeah it's very tight so the and ten- they just basically got around from car to car mm-hmm. yeah and yeah mm-hmm. the tension was really really it yeah. was such a great film great you know film. um that definitely caught me off guard because i remember hearing a lot of people talk about the film yeah and i was like what i never I'm, i i think i waited maybe a good six months until i actually watched it and i was like okay i'll give it a try and i was like holy crap this is really really good yeah and do you notice the survivors mm-hmm. were the least capable surviving right that's true that's so true that is true it kind of makes sense though you know because women are the only people capable of bearing children you know reproducing for the world and such Mm -hmm. very true very true i am legend director francis lawrence and i love will smith in this one (laughs) he's just great phenomenal Always. What can you expect from Will Smith? Is he daddy like Brad Pitt? Maybe. Yeah, well, good father. I love that. So Willow. And Jaden. Don't forget that. I love Willow and Jaden. And, well, with I Am Legend, see, this is also a debatable zombie movie. Yeah. Because they're more so maybe mutants. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, we had this conversation. Yes. I was like, is I Am Legend a zombie movie? Is and, it a zombie movie? Yeah. I mean, for those of you that are listening, um, feel free to comment in wherever on our social media is like, do you think I Am Legend is a, 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 considered a zombie film? I do think it's a form of like... Um, Apocalyptic. Yeah. Yeah. Biohazard, chemical, mm-hmm. you know, Viral ordeal. infection. Viral infection. But yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But the thing about these quote-unquote zombies, exposure to light, not for them. Mm-hmm. So they only come out at night. And I guess with this movie, it was just... It was very heart-wrenching because this um, Will Smith in the film, he was very alone and he sought so much for like human existence mm-hmm. that whenever, like you know, those shots where he was at like the grocery store, he would like interact with people and eventually he kind of just lost it yeah. because he was just like, I just want to talk to someone. Yeah. yeah. And it was just heartbreaking having to go home and just being there yeah. alone until he finds he finds that companion sam yeah no we don't talk about sam because we all know if you watch i'm legend you know what happens to sam uh, why well, gotta be like that why they gotta do it to the dog he pulled a marley in me Can you <laughs> <laughs> and he did everything he did everything mm-hmm. to figure out the case of these mutants mm-hmm. in his lab because mm-hmm. he was a doctor as well that's right yeah. yes that's right it's it's crazy because you know it really mo- usually most zombie movies are pretty present or usually within that first maybe year to you know like year to two years of being within that state of frame i am legend really shows the existence or like in this case the non-existence of the human race you know because a lot, a lot of the times usually um you know zombie franchises they usually take you all the way to the end by the time you get to the end of the movie it's basically the end of the world versus this movie's already there with a few flashbacks so it's crazy to think that if a zombie apocalypse actually did happen to the world um that's what it would look like mm-hmm. you know that's crazy that's so crazy definitely uh, dawn of the dead was one of those films that introduced the runners to the franchise mm-hmm. um along with uh 28 days and 28 weeks later mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and for most, especially, I, like I want to talk about twenty eight weeks, like for a little bit, because I'm uh, twenty eight days, because I remember this one specific scene. You know, normally in zombie films, you usually get bitten or you usually get scratched, and that's kind of like where the slow possession turn, right? Mm-hmm. The slow turn. Um, I remember there was this one particular scene where a character was looking upwards, and a bird that had, like, I guess, was pecking on a like a zombie or eating the zombie. It's like blood or like the blood from the zombie dripped off of the bird's beak and like landed right in his eye and he started instantly turning right there. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like it's movies like that that really just take that, you know, kind of infection phase really uh, differently and really creatively because, you know, like, you know, what Fiona had mentioned earlier, there is a lot of predictability that does happen Mm -hmm. in these types of films. So, you know, what it's like, what more can you do? You know, that's why a lot of people are just like, okay, we're just here to see blood, gore, and guts, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's just small things like that that just make you appreciate these films, I think, a little bit, because you get, you know, it's small ways to get creative, yeah? What, in, would, would you say, like, now when you see in zombie movies, like, what are really some defining um, characteristics? You know, would you say it's, like, the running, the aggression, or, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, it, like how in World War Z, like, you know, the idea of them, like, kind of body piling... Like, what are just some things that really uh, stand out to you guys, you know, just in zombie films in general, that are just like, whoa, that's really intense. Like, what makes it scary? Um, Jazz, how about you? Um, I would say maybe the realism aspect. Mm -hmm. Only because, you know, 
the human imagination can only go so far as to how dead people that are alive will act you know and like i feel like up until a certain point it stops being realistic yeah like like how you mentioned in world war z they they're more like creatures and stuff and i feel like at that point it starts to lose its um relatability yeah because then like the magic of it yeah the magic because you know i feel like at some point we've all seen someone when they have passed like maybe during a funeral and stuff but you know we can't really relate to it when they don't look like they're human Mm -hmm. you know so i feel like um for me i would say would be the relatability and realist realism Mm -hmm. um yeah only because we we know what a dead person looks like but yeah i mean it's weird because i mean i mean how many people can honestly say like oh they've seen a body like that's been decayed you know like not that many people can actually say that because we can see zombies like this in film Mm -hmm. but it's like i'm pretty sure most of us and probably a lot of people that we know have never seen an actual decaying body over a significant period of time and of course you know mummies don't count yeah because they're embalmed you know they're taken care of Mm -hmm. Like the savagery between like zombies and humans like there are some scenes in zombie movies where it's just like like it pops out at you like how savage some of these zombies are and like the human anatomy like mm. how easily like they like their superpower i guess like easily rip apart they're like i don't know it's just kind of the gore yeah mm. yeah that's like the biggest thing like there are just some scenes where it's just like I can't go to sleep without, like, yeah. imagining all the guts and, like, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. You don't think it's that bad because it's just like, oh, it's one zombie. But that's just, like, the idea of a horde of yeah. zombies. Like, like, how can you survive? Yeah. I mean, it does get a little campy when they, like, all t- <laughs> they, t- they all grab, like, a body part. And they're just like, ah! <laughs> yeah, but, like, I get what you mean, like, when it comes to, like, tearing a stomach open, pulling out the guts, all that stuff. Like, it is very intense, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I get to, I definitely get what you mean there. I guess what stands out to me of, like, then in the beginning where Jasmine said, like, zombie movies have come a really long way. And they date back to, what, the 1930s? Mm -hmm. About so. And they've just been such, like, this wide franchise that there's so many different subgenres of of zombie movies. Yeah. Where it's not only scary, but they also have, like, funny takes. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Those dark comedies, and I guess it's so like even though zombie movies are just one thing, it could also be versatile. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I just really like about it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not my strongest movie choices, yeah. movie genre or horror, and horror at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now this is up for this next part. We are actually going to get into uh, satire, or you know, I guess the new age of zombie films in a bit, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, something I do want to bring up, like, you know, they like kind of had how you mentioned, um, how we had mentioned, you know, with Dawn of the Dead and its commercialism, you yeah. know, and how it's a reflection of that. Um, you know, there's, like, I believe that with zombie films, you know, there is a lot of metaphor into the idea of, you know, like, what these zombies are supposed to, re- uh, you know, represent. A lot of the times, usually with, like, zombie films, um, you know, people kind of just see it as face value. Oh, it's, uh, you know, undead, this, this, this. We got to kill them, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the innate fear of, like, what what, uh, what about these zombie, these zombie films that scare you the most? And you think about it is because, you know, when we are all, you know, when our time on, on this earth is going to be said and done, we are going to look like that. 
And the idea of the undead being reanimated, you know what I mean? Like, it's that idea of life after death, you know what I mean? Like, or in this case, like, you think you're going to move on to this happy place, you know what I mean? Or wherever the place you're supposed to go. But it's a sad retrospect that, like, you know, it's not, it's not over, you know? And I think that's something that's really scary about zombie films because it's like, you die and you come back and that's not how it's supposed to be, you know? And, uh, you know, a lot of these times in, in film and TV, especially the dramatic ones, uh, you know, having to put down loved ones and things like that, you know, it, it, it just, it, it, when you look at it from a perspective, it's not something that you'd want to go through. You think that we would be fine or we could handle it, but in real life, it's scary. Mm-hmm. It's really scary. Um, you know, Jane, you brought up an interesting point when we discussed this a few days ago about uh, another kind of, I guess, metaphor uh, to the zombie genre. Um, it was something regarding the idea of uh, slavery, I believe you brought, brought it up. So, you know, feel free. Like, I want you to touch on that if you can. Going back to the whole zombies being, you know, evolutionary, in White and Victor Halpern's A White Zombie, actually, it was the whole idea of this, because the idea of zombies actually go back to voodoo mm-hmm. in Haiti. Mm-hmm. And so that was very interesting, because I was, I was doing my time on YouTube, and I was, <laughs> I was searching up how how far and mm-hmm. where does you know zombies originate from mm-hmm. and it started off with voodoo and the whole concept of white zombie was this uh voodoo this voodoo master who is you know this entails um towards slavery yeah. and turning white people into the slaves mm-hmm. versus you know the whole black people being slaves yeah. and to white people of course oh this is this is scary at, at, at that time at mm-hmm. least yeah and so for them it was very terrifying and it was just a very interesting concept versus to the zombie movies we know today you know zombie films do have a higher representation i think for social themes than and i think that just applies for most horror movies horror movies yeah. are usually reflections of uh, social instances, social you know, events that have happened in history, and they're usually reflections of that. You know, they are just using the arts of horror to be able to kind of delve into it a little bit more. You know, so um, yeah, I really hope that you know you guys uh, that are listening out there look at zombie films just a little bit differently now than what you used to, and I hope that you guys consider watching them a little bit more. And if you don't, totally fine too. With zombie films, they're now kind of adding on uh, different elements uh, to the genre, such as like comedy, drama, found footage, and more. And this is really prevalent in a lot of film and a lot of uh, television that we see today. You know, I think it's kind of like the relatability factor that they're trying to do with the audience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some films uh, of these and TV shows include uh, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Zombieland, Z Nation, Warm Bodies, House of the Dead, uh, The Walking Dead. I just realized there's a lot of dead in their titles. They need, they need to switch it up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, do you guys, in your opinion, like, do you, do these elements fit well into these movies? Or do you guys feel like it takes away from the spirit of, you know, the zombie, zombie, the zombie, zombie, <laughs> uh, the zombie genre? You know, do you feel like it, it adds to it or do you feel like it takes it away? So what do you guys think? And like with, you know, feel free to chime in because we listed a few of these movies mm-hmm. and uh, I know most of you guys have watched these. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, anyone? 
sure, uh, I can start. So for me, I would say the most notable films that you mentioned are Shaun of the Dead and Zombieland, and of course, you know, Warm Bodies. That's like the best date night film. I would say I watch that like on replay so many times. Anyway, so I feel like um, for me, Shaun of the Dead and Zombieland were such notable um, films that we've either grew up on or we watched as teens and all of a sudden it's become so iconic you know um the way that they make fun of zombies or put survival in like like a way where it's almost like a video game Mm. you know so i feel like it adds to the movie okay as well as like gives it its own flavor you know what i mean yeah because you don't think of zombie land without thinking of you know their names as states or you know emily emily stone is that her name emma stone, emma stone. I emily was like, stone <laughs> it was almost there emma and emily anyway so you don't think of like these movies without mentioning like the most notable characters in the film you know and even with Shaun of the dead Shaun of the dead true Shaun of the dead come on Shaun of the dead was <laughs> I, you know, at first, I didn't really, like... I watched it for the first time, and I was just kind of like, okay, this is kind of stupid. Yeah. You know? But that's that was the point. point. <laughs> it's a satire. You know, it's supposed to be stupid. You're yeah. supposed to laugh at it. Because it's, you know, going back to, um, you know, like an earlier topic, the predictability of of these of these zombie films, they do get predictable. So mm-hmm. they kind of use that to advan- their advantage, and then they kind of, like, twist it a little bit where it's just like, yeah, we're going to make you laugh at it, because you know you're going to expect it. Mm-hmm. So that, that that's true. That's yeah. true. And, you know, for Shaun of the Dead, it's almost like a parody of Dawn of the Dead. Basically. Like, yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much a parody of Dawn of the Dead. So I feel like their comedy is so perfect for the topic that they're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, like, in the beginning, you think Sean is almost an airhead. Because he thinks a guy's drunk, but he's a zombie. Yeah. So, you know, like, I feel like those elements really add to the zombie magic it was very meta yeah super very meta, meta. Mm-hmm. yeah what about you guys what are you what are your guys' thoughts on these elements that get added to uh you know the zombie films with the zombie film i just love you know like we talked about in our earlier topics where it's just very wide it it is a good i think it's a good thing that it's been these different subgenres of the zombie films are part of it because it makes it so versatile that you know there could be comedy and something and an idea so dark Mm -hmm. with the whole you know reanimating the dead yeah at least it's something that you could laugh at Mm -hmm. and you could with warm bodies it's something you could be all mushy about yes and i love that Mm -hmm. you know it's the whole take of r and julie and their love story and it was just so beautiful yeah i wanted to cry it's crazy because the zombies in that movie weren't really zombies they were just exactly unconscious pretty much and that's the whole point of zombies i guess the zombies we grown to kind of just be used to are mindless yeah just walking mindless dead people yeah zombies have feelings too yeah (laughs) that movie takes it to a whole new level exactly because when they get their feelings back they get their humanity back so and then of course you know there are the 
what are they called? Like, they're almost like the cannibals of the zombies. You know when they get so far gone that they can't even revert yeah. back? Yeah. I forgot the name of it, but if you guys have Basically the seen, outcasts. Yeah. Yeah, the like, outcasts. If you guys have seen Warm Bodies, there's like an evolved form of the zombies where they're so far gone that they can't turn back into humans anymore. So exactly. they're, they're the zombies and the humans are fighting against that, like in the end. The runners times ten. Yeah, runners times ten. So I feel like that is a great film to touch up on especially since it is like a new take on Romeo and Juliet you know R and Juliet so I feel like that's also such a good date night film because I mean it's also very hopeful yeah very hopeful especially because it's the whole idea of you know these zombies being outcasts and Mm -hmm. for them to restore humanity is inviting them back into society Mm -hmm. doing the things they used to do as when they were alive Mm -hmm. and it's just so so touching that you slowly see them evolving back to their former selves Mm -hmm. and they their colors their skin colors store and Mm -hmm. it's just such a beautiful thing to see yeah the character development is so well done in that film very well Mm -hmm. done you know, now that we've actually talked about, like, you know, this kind of comedy and romance aspect to it, um, I want to kind of talk about the drama, you know, that gets included into this. And um, uh, have you guys seen Walking Dead or, like, any of the Walking Dead, like, episodes or anything like that? Like, at least, like, uh, probably the first few seasons or so? I've seen enough. Some clips. Yeah. You know, usually with, like, Walking Dead, you know, it's... Well, I think for the Walking Dead, you know, they were one of the first few shows that brought the zombie... Um, you know, to you know, the zombie genre to television. I think in a, in a long term prospect, and I think especially because um, you know, usually in zombie films, you don't really see a lot of people kind of like you know because it's a, it's a two hour time span. You're just gonna expect a lot of people to die in this time frame, and it's usually characters you're not gonna care about. Versus like in television, you are going to build a relationship with these characters, you know, and so it matters so much more when something does happen to them or when they do get killed off in the show, you know? Um, so, especially with Zombieland, like, or I'm sorry, Zombieland, Walking Dead, um, you know, it's it's definitely one of those shows that I think really you know, put the emotional forefront first. Um, you know, kind of going back to our earlier conversation about uh, just, you know, the kind of human reaction, um, a lot of that is based around uh, The Walking Dead because a lot of the decisions that do get made by the people themselves affect the group that you know is trying to survive mm-hmm. right so a lot of you know i think they're pro- i do what are they in now like they're in like season eight yeah. or something it's kind of getting a little drawn out and yeah. i know a lot of people are complaining about it mm-hmm. i've seen it online um so i do hope that they find a way to wrap it all up real mm-hmm. soon uh but you know i do find a good a really good appreciation for uh that uh that realm of the zombie genre, especially in television, because it's hard to really get committed to characters, because like I said, you usually go to a zombie film because you know you're going to expect monsters and zombies and all these crazy things, and a lot of bloodshed, and a lot of killing, and a lot of creative creative ways to do it. Not A lot of times it's not about the people, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, we've kind of talked about the new age, of, uh, new age of zombie films. Now, with this usher of new age of zombie films... You know, there are also a lot of films that don't, you know, necessarily give the zombie genre a lot of justice. And I think a lot of that uh, comes down to production, uh, directing, 
uh, storytelling or, you know, just character development or just the overall presentation of, like, the, the you know, the, the, the special effects are really bad, you know, or just the overall direction of the film is really bad. If you guys could say uh, what, uh, why you guys think the zombie, uh, the zombie genre itself is maybe not as, like, grasping for you guys to, like, be committed to. Well, for me, I think it would be, like I said, the predictability mm-hmm. of the movie. Like, I already know what's going to happen. Um, and then I think another big one for me is, well, I just really think zombies are annoying. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't know, like, the whole, oh, like that. Post-verbal. Post-verbal. I know, it's just, like, they're just annoying. So I hate, like, having, not hate, but, like, I find it really annoying just to sit there and like watch it doesn't help movies. that there's like not one of them but there's like, I don't know, it's just like the there's a lot of them on screen <laughs> too <laughs> I just don't like them so I find them really annoying I guess like the sound effect the way they look like yeah, yeah it's not mm-hmm. easy to me like it doesn't scare you yeah, yeah. it doesn't mm-hmm. scare me if anything it just annoys me yeah, yeah. and that's that's totally fine I, I, I would totally get that too yeah, yeah. how about you Jane it's just not my favorite. <laughs> but I, I still love it regardless because, you know, for one, big ups to the makeup artist. That's a whole lot of zombies. Yes. And in the, you know, in the makeup world, I guess, in special effects. Yeah. That's a lot of, you know, that's probably gallons of blood. Yeah. And it's, it's just big ups to, you know, producing zombie movies. Mm-hmm. But also, with zombie movies, even though I'm, you know, I'm a slasher girl, I'm a supernatural girl, psychological thriller girl, not, not the biggest zombie girl, but she still loves them. She still, you know, it's still a yes for me. And it's just come such a long way that I'm pretty sure there's still going to be a lot more sub- subgenres yeah. mm-hmm. towards it. And it's, it's something that you could always expand and just build to there's a new breed of zombies maybe zombies on mars yeah you know it's just there's a lot that could go into it Mm -hmm. so that's something that i really appreciate it even though it's not my strongest genre yeah i'm glad that you touched up on the makeup aspect because you know how i like to do makeup so um I'm glad that you touched up on it because I feel like the makeup artist can do such a great job and then the movie flops because of the director's choices. choices. Yeah. <laughs> that like, was a choice. <laughs> like the makeup artist can only go so far to make the zombies look good and then all of a sudden the movie flops because of the bad direction, you know? So I feel like props to those makeup artists, man, because that's hours and hours of hard work per person. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine? Plus, you know, there are very few films that actually get really creative about um, how they approach the direction of the film. And that's why, like, films like World War Z, they took it into a whole new different direction, you know. And it sucks because only films like that only happen every few years, right? Um, You know, I actually wanted to touch up on this little show. I'm going to just talk about it briefly. But, um, you know, we had mentioned that Walking Dead was such a very dramatic show versus uh, sci-fi channel Z Nation, um, which is available on Netflix all five seasons. (laughs) Um, I totally binge watched this the entire, like, COVID period. And I loved it because, you know, like, it's... It, it took, you know, it took all those annoying things about zombies that I do agree with Fee, like, you know, that can be really annoying, and it's just like, ugh, I want to stop watching it. 
but they're able to take it and turn it on its head and be able to play on that. Kind of similar to what Shaun of the Dead does. Yeah. Um, you know, and I really recommend that, you know, if you guys have time just to, you know, for those who are zombie fan lovers, you know, like, take a chance and watch it. It's really fun. You'll fall in love with the characters because they're incredibly hilarious. And, um, you know, for, for a show that is not afraid to laugh at itself, I definitely recommend that. Mm. Now, if we're going to talk about bad films... I know uh, we asked around the table before and none of these guys have watched House of the Dead and I'm really glad they did it because I think <laughs> if they did they would, we would not want to have this conversation topic right now. I feel right like now. that's the reason why we haven't seen it. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I've had the unfortunate luxury of watching this film. Okay, for those of you that don't know House of the Dead was, the House of the Dead is actually a uh, film adaptation from a popular video game in the 90s. I don't know if you guys remember, like, the arcades and stuff, but it's one of those, like, you step on the pedal, and then, like, your character kind of, like, you know, you're holding, like, one of those game guns in the arcade. Oh! Yeah, yeah, very time crisis. Like, you step on the pedal, and it's like, bam, bam, reload. Like, that kind of thing, right? Super popular genre. Like, super popular game. Like, fucking everyone loved the shit in the arcade, right? I miss that. So they transferred it to a movie. And I am so disappointed... (laughs) I will say this right now, I'm disappointed. If whoever decided to do that, you do, you deserve to get your filmmaking license removed and revoked, sir. Shame on you. It was so bad. The zombies were bad. The kills were like... You know, like, it was just so bad. It looked like I was watching a video game. And that's not a cute thing. Like, it's so... It was just really, really bad. Like, I think it's like 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that that's bad. bad. It's pretty bad. Was it's the animation kind of just Like, the cheap. zombies were okay. Yeah, it was cheap. The cheap effects animation. were cheap. Like, Yikes. yeah. It's like, eh, my God. I just, I really just stayed to think it was going to be really good at the end, but it just didn't. So, um, avoid that movie. But if you want to see something really bad, everyone, watch that movie. You want a movie that you love to hate? It's definitely that. Yikes. Yeah. So, I think that proved everything about why zombie films <laughs> suck sometimes. Thank you, House of the Dead. We hate you. <laughs> um, you know, so we're, now we're going to wrap up our, uh, our topic on zombies before we play a few games with our special guests. Um, you know, lastly, uh, the last question is, will the undead continue to rise or will they finally stay dead once and for all? Um, you know, kind of like what Jane had mentioned, like, you know, I, she thinks that the zombie franchise will continue to evolutionize. Um, I do agree with that. I also think that, you know, uh, kind of coming back to uh, Fee's commentary on predictability, um, they really need to just get creative, you know, and just find different ways to do it. That's just my personal opinion. How about you guys? I feel like the zombie genre has come a long way, like we said, and I feel like it doesn't have to stay dead as long as they come up with new ways just like you said Mm -hmm. you know because there's only so much that you can do with a zombie movie you know there's a reason why the zombie started and then of course there's going to be people because of course when zombies are around it's always going to be post-apocalyptic yeah you know no humans or barely any humans and then those humans are going to try to survive and of course you know the artistic freedom only goes so far yeah until it starts to look like another movie yeah. So. I mean, especially because we talked about this. This is literally a century worth of films now. Yeah. How and do you look, set yourself apart? We're not even a century, literally. We're not even a century in zombie movies, and it has evolved so much. So mm-hmm. I feel like it will just continue to grow from where we are now. Do you guys think? And I want to hear from like Janelle and Fee. Like, do you guys want? Do you guys think that if they were to stop making zombie films for a, a good few years, like just a really no no zombie films at all? Do you feel like when a good, you know what I mean, when they kind of bring that back, it'll be a lot better? 
You know, you know that saying. Oh, when like you, clean when you, slated. Yeah, like do you know that you know that saying when you see something too, you see too much of something, and yeah. you just don't want to see it anymore. Mm. You don't, you know what I mean. So, do you guys feel like the 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 zombie film industry could use that, just kind of a, a purge, I guess you would say, for a while? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. That that's interesting mm. because then we could see it, and you know the we know it as a classic. So when it does come back, it's like. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's here again. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this in a really long time, and it's it's like new blood. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's interesting. Like the like because I, I, I can I assume that like for Train to Busan was that like like you probably didn't see a good you probably didn't see a zombie film for a good while probably before that right yeah yeah so do you feel like it's kind of like a similar feeling like when you saw Train to Busan especially not seeing zombie films for like a really long time it really like. I just really like the storyline. I thought it was like a different storyline mm-hmm. than other zombie movies that yeah. I watched. So yeah, like, it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's refreshing. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, we hope that the zombie film franchise can take. Hopefully, I mean, not to say that we're professionals or experts in any way, shape, or form. We're really not. But you know, like I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel this way too. So, um, you know, we. For us, at least as a whole, you know, we do love the horror genre, and we do we don't want to see something good die. But at the same time, maybe it needs to stay dead for a little while. <laughs> um, but you know, hopefully, the, the, uh, the zombie franchise will uh, continue to you know put out some good stuff for the next few years. Uh, just please, no more House of the Dead remakes. And I would just like to quote: "There was a sequel. There was a sequel. It was that bad, and it got a sequel. Yeah, I don't know how I got a sequel, but it did." All right, when we come back, we're going to play some games with our ghoulie guests. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back, and we are going to play a fun little game with our ghoulie guests today. Um, so everyone knows uh, the game Fuck, Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, today we are going to do a little bit of a different version. So, Jazz, would you like to introduce this game? Because you were the one that named it. Oh, yeah. So this game is Bed, Wet, or Behead. So, you know, it's like a more formal version of FMK. So bed is, of course, the, the person that you would sleep with. Um... Wed is the person that you would marry, of course, and then behead is the one that you would decapitate, you know, kill, execute, slay, you know. Hey. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so with this, we all um, put in three different options of horror movie villains, mm-hmm. and so we've randomized them, we put them on little pieces of paper. And so we're going to do a roundabout and each person is going to read out who they ended up picking. And between those choices, we are going to do bed, wed, and behead. Mm-hmm. Right after this, we're going to play a zombie version of that game, but with celebrities. But first things first, let's do our horror movie, horror movie villains. Okay. Jasmine, you can go first. <laughs> okay, so the first person I got is... Oh my god. <laughs> Insidious Demon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? Because there was so many insidious demons. The red one? What's his name? Count. Count? From Star Wars. <laughs> I was like, Count Chocula? <laughs> no! What's his name? Count. Gatu? Gatu? What's his name from Star Wars? The one with the red face. Vader? Or no, Maul? 
Darth Maul. Okay. The, yeah. The Darth Maul looking bitch. Yeah, okay. that demon. Okay. Okay, okay. Oh my god. And then Frankenstein's monster. Okay. With the screws in his head. That's all to see. That's all he's thinking about? Screwing? He's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Okay, okay, okay. Ooh, Samara Morgan. That's my bitch, girl. Cindy! <laughs> the TV's leaking! <laughs> so stupid. Another white girl fell in the well again! So stupid. Okay. So, who is it gonna be? Who is it gonna be? Wed, bad, and behead. Ooh, okay. So, I'm not even, like, this isn't even a second choice. Like, mm-hmm. Frankenstein's monster. Okay. I would wed. You'd wed him? You'd be Frankenstein's wife? Girl, look at his jeans. He's so tall. Girl, Girl, he's pieced together by so many different monsters. Of course he has a lot of jeans. Exactly. So he's going to be perfect. (laughs) Because he's me. I love that. He's multicultural. Okay. Multicultural. Get into it. And then Samara Morgan. Ooh, that's a tough one. Because she's like my girl. Uh Uh-huh. Before you die, you see the ring. I'm into the Volvo ring. <laughs> <laughs> the Nuva ring. You're so stupid. Ooh, this is hard. I think between Samara Morgan and Insidious Demon, who would I bed or behead? I would say Insidious Demon, I would behead because. What is that makeup, girl? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's a felon. (laughs) And then Samara, you know, she's my girl. You know, I gotta give her a pass. Like, cause. So you'd bet her? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sleepover. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Yeah, but those are my choices for bedwed or behead. We will agree that those are choices. Choices, everyone. They don't appeal to everyone. (laughs) They don't. Oh, my God. Okay. Jane, it's your turn, so please reveal who are your options. The big revelations. Oh, my God. Arbitration. Concentration. (laughs) Hey, so I got Pennywise. Ooh, that's boo-boo. I got pumpkin head. Oh god. And I got Jennifer from Jennifer's body. Oh. She's ooh, she's fine. Better. Have you, <laughs> do, you, do you know who pumpkin head is, right? No. Jack O'Lantern? Can someone pull up a picture for her? <laughs> I don't pumpkin head. Not cute. Oh, okay, so you know. Oh, so I you know. know. She knows. She knows. So I think first and foremost, I think I behead pumpkin head. Not cute. Out of my life. And so, see, Pennywise and Jennifer, who would I wed? Hot and funny. And bed. I think I'd wed Jennifer. You'd wed Jennifer? Yeah. She's hot. I love it. She might kill you, but it's still kind of hot, though. Yeah. Sacrifice the girl. And then Pennywise, I... I, I, I bed. <laughs> you know, I'd be, I'd be Georgie. She's into that freaky shit. I'd be Georgie for the night. Is that, your, is that your foreplay? Your, uh, your uh, cosplay? What is it? No. Um, yeah, her cosplay. Her, no, but like in... Foreplay. Foreplay, foreplay right? Foreplay. Yeah. Foreplay. Hey, 
It's your Georgie. <laughs> it's your Georgie for the night. So I would bed. Come down Penny here. <laughs> I mean, I feel like even if you did marry him, he only comes out every 27 years anyway, so. Ooh. It's like an arranged marriage. <laughs> <laughs> He'll see you when he needs you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright, Fiona, it's your turn, so please reveal your picks. Mm-hmm. Well, the ones that were picked for you, really. <laughs> I don't know, my choices are so okay. So I have Art the Clown, Slenderman, and Kayako. Kayako's from The Grudge. Yes. Okay, Slenderman, that's Creepypasta, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Creepypasta. Art the Clown. Art the Clown. Terrifier. Terrifier. Okay. Oh. He's like, it's like a, his whole thing is like black and white, like mm. his face. Have and you, he has sharp teeth. Yeah. Feel free to look at him if you want to see I him. See. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen. I've seen. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's it going to be, girl? Who are you going to wed? Who are you going to bed? And who are you going to behead? Start with wed. Uh, I think I would wed Slenderman. He's already in a tux. <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's ready. ready. <laughs> you ain't gotta get ready if you stay ready. <laughs> Slenderman. Um, who would I bed? Oh. <laughs> so many choices. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I mean, if you, if you can go to bed with all that uh, <laughs> at the end of the I night. Mean, it's just for one night, right? <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's for one night, you heard it here first, everyone. Fiona's okay with that. Tolerable. <laughs> and then, of course, we had Art the Clown. Yeah, Art the Clown can never be cute. Like he makes Pennywise look like fucking. Not even that. He makes Pennywise look, look like... like Georgie. <laughs> Art the Clown. Basically, he makes Pennywise look like Ryan Reynolds at this point. <laughs> like Deadpool Ryan Reynolds. But even with that, like, he still looks, he, you know, he looks real cute. Okay. I'm going to get now my unfortunate choices. <laughs> okay, so my choices for wed, dead, or wet, no, I'm sorry, wed, bed, and behead. Same smell. I got Tate Langdon from the American Horror Story oh, Murder House. Easy. What house? I have uh, Austin Powers, just kidding. <laughs> I have Michael Myers from the Halloween franchise. Oh. And I have, what is this? The light out, the lights out, shadowed monster demon thing. Okay. Well. Okay, I'm gonna bed Tate Langdon. I mean, because it's Tate Langdon. All things aside, we all know how his storyline went out in Murder House, but, but you know, it's yeah. it's kind of romantic. <laughs> he killed a bunch of people, but it's kind of romantic, and he's cute. You know, I'm into that boy next door. You know, that'll lock me in the house and I'll be there forever because basically that's what happens. Um, okay, I would behead the lights out shadow demon only because I don't like the dark and I can imagine her just fucking with me in so many different scenarios and I'm not down for that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She a grangy looking bitch. Okay, I'm not for that. And um, if I could wed someone, I guess it's Michael. You know, he doesn't say much. <laughs> I like that in a relationship. <laughs> you do most of the talking anyways. I do most of the talking anyways. Um, one-sided. 
He's all about surprises. <laughs> He's very brawny. He's very brawny. He's very brawny. Um, Always you know. chasing after you. <laughs> oh, the love never stops. Oh, God, I wish it did. <laughs> oh, Jamie Lee Curtis, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so yeah, those are my, those, those are my picks. I, I'm, I'm quite confident with that. I'm quite confident with that. All right, so... Now that everyone knows who we would get down and dirty with and uh, wed and kill, um, we're going to do a zombie version of our second round of this game. So this game is basically going to be called... I'm so sorry. What did I freaking call this? Um, I believe I called it Bite... Was it? Oh, I'm sorry. So this game is going to be called Bite, Save, and Mercy. Okay? So these are celebrities. If we were living in the zombie world, okay... This is a celebrity that you would let bite you, okay, and turn you. You would save them from being a zombie, or you would mercy them, and basically, like, you would kill them if they were a zombie. Mm. Okay, so it's bite, save, and mercy. So, um, uh, Jazz, we'll start with you, since you started the last round. Sure. Okay, so my top three choices are... Drum roll, please, if I can get this paper open. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My first choice is Beyonce. Oh, girl, that's already a tough, that's a tough call right there. I know. Can you imagine having to kill off Beyonce? <laughs> Would you go uh, to prison? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, we're, okay. We're, I love this female strong thing going on here. And then... Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas, Nicholas Holt. Holt. Alright, so what's it going to be? Okay, so... Who would you let bite you? That's easy. Fucking Nicholas Holt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why is that even a question? Um, For Jamie Lee Curtis... Who would you, yeah, would you save her or would you mercy her? Mercy, sorry. <laughs> I think especially after the last few Halloween films. She needs a break. She, <laughs> she, need, she needs Activia. <laughs> she needs Activia, she needs that break. And then Beyonce, I would, hmm. You'd save Beyonce. Yeah. Everyone would save Beyonce. Yeah. You would need Beyonce. <laughs> exactly, that's why. Okay, so yeah, Beyonce, Beyonce. That's it. Can you imagine Beyonce's music video with a bunch of zombies in it? Can you imagine a world without Beyonce? Oh my gosh, all of them wearing heels. <laughs> Doing single ladies. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot. Hello, Z Nation. Now let's get information. <laughs> oh my god. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Okay, Fiona, it's your turn. Please choose your, please open your celebs. So I have Henry Cavill. Oh, she got mm. the hot one. <laughs> Tom Holland. Oh. I hate you. <laughs> Kayla. Scott 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, she was in um that one Skins. crocodile movie. She was in Skins and uh Crawl. Yes. Yeah, um, those films. She's a British actress, yeah. Yeah. She's on that one Netflix series, I think, the spinning out. Or turning out something like oh, that. Okay, yeah. yeah, the ice, the, the ice the skating ice one. Skating. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So who would I bite? Who would, would you bite? let? Who would you let bite you? Who would I let bite me? Mm. Um, 
mongrel, he's the witcher. <laughs> no, no. He's like, no. No question. <laughs> Cavill, obviously. And then, who would I... Who would you like, save? Who would I save? Yeah. Um, Tom Holland and Kayla. It's like, who's the Beyonce of this group? <laughs> I don't really know Kayla, so maybe Tom Holland. <laughs> Kayla, really I'm sorry, that. Kayla. You need to make you need to make more films. Because <laughs> Fiona don't know you like that. <laughs> so you would bite. You would let Henry bite you. You'd save Tom, and you'd mercy Kayla. It's okay. <laughs> is it Kayla or Kaya? Kaya. Oh, is it Kaya? 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 I'm sorry. I keep oh, calling her Kaya. Kayla. It says Kayla. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wrote Kaya that down. <laughs> That's my fault. Kaya. 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 Okay, Janeth, how about you? Okay, let's see. Timothy Chalamet. Oh. Uh, Chalamet? Chalamet. Chalamet. Oh, beautiful man. Mm-hmm. Call me by your name. Looks like a Greek sculpture. Oh my god, I got the IGGY <laughs> Azalea. Oh, love her. Oh my god. Okay. Her bad rapping can kill all Cardi the zombies. Cardi B. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting real. Okay, so. Who would you let uh, bite you? Ooh, I think I'd let Timothy bite me. Because mm, he's pretty boy vibes. Would you let him bite you like a peach? Yeah. <laughs> and then I think, you know, Miss Cardi B, she's gonna get the mercy. She she, <laughs> she needs a break with her coronavirus. <laughs> you know, and then Miss Azalea, she need to be fancy all the way. So You'd save her? I'd save her. You'd save her. You'd save her career. Oh my god. It's okay, you killed Cardi, her career got saved already. <laughs> okay, who are my unfortunate choices? Man, I was really hoping to get Tom. Or Henry, but Fiona got them both. So now I know I'm just gonna get all these fugly people. Oh no, they're not fugly. I'm just kidding. So I got Thaisa Farmiga from American Horror Story. Love her. Love a good redhead. Um, she was also in The Final Girls. Great film for oh, those. I love that movie. I got Mr. Vampire himself, Robert Pattison. Oh! oh. Team Edward. And I got Megan Fox. Oh! Jennifer's body without the Jennifer, and I just got the body. <laughs> um, uh, this is tough. This is tough. You got all the hot people. <laughs> she got him. Freaking Fee got Henry. <laughs> Tom. Um, okay. I mean, okay, I would let. I would let. Robert bite me. That's just a given already. Yeah. And I can tell him where he can bite me. <laughs> oh, no. I hate you. I hope he glitters. Where am I? <laughs> oh, he's going to be shining all right in something. <laughs> um, man, it's hard. Megan's hot, but I love Thaisa's, like, roles in American Horror Story. So I'd save Thaisa Formiga, and oh. I would mercy Megan no. Fox. Yeah, it's okay. Because, um, you know, Megan Fox's career got mercyed after Transformers, so it's fine. <laughs> she needed the mercy. She's used to it. <laughs> All right, and that was our game on Bite, Save, and Mercy. Uh, this was, I, like, I love these little options that we got here. That was real cute. I hope we get, you know, next time, can we put hotter people? <laughs> 
We need to like put either hotter people or really like whoa people. <laughs> oh my god, yes, like terrible ass people. Oh, um, who's that one fitness guy? Um, raw, like the he, really big frizzy hair, uh, carrot top. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were thinking of Mario Lopez. <coughs> oh, girl. Mario Lopez is hot. Yeah, he is hot. Okay, we are getting <laughs> off topic. We are getting too thirsty, fucking they vampires. <laughs> we digress. All right, so we are about to close out our uh, show. Um, and so, you know, I want to ask the girls a little bit of a roundabout question. So, girls, you know, it being the topic of the night of zombies, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? What is your first, like, what, what, it, okay, for those that are listening, we are from Guam. Okay, so, um, you know, we do have a few things here that are a little bit different compared to stateside. Um, but hopefully we can paint out these pictures for you. But, yeah, what would you guys do? Like, what's your first, like, preparation? What would you do? Honestly, my very first thought was rack up the ramen. (laughs) Really? Are you going to throw ramen at them? (laughs) Oh, like... You could. They're easy to cook. And the water doesn't have to be hot. Just, you know, water. <laughs> if you, you know, leave it for thirty days, I'm pretty sure it's gonna like. <laughs> it'll, it'll soak it up. It'll be fine. <laughs> Ramen for days. That's what I thought. Okay. Would you be at your house, or would you? Would you like? Where would you hide? We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. <laughs> How about you, Fee? What's your zombie preparation if Guam ever had one? Uh, maybe I would go on a boat and just step, yeah, just go out in the middle of the ocean and wait it out. Or <laughs> he is full with... doing a full on suntan <laughs> while the rest of the island is like being attacked. She's like wearing sunshades and she's like <laughs> looking at us from the distance. You know that um that one Squidward where he's like trying to suntan and he just looks down <laughs> yeah, like. Mm. Any mind business? <laughs> That's what I would do. Or I'd probably go in a cave somewhere. Mm. The deserted caves and just hide out there. The Yokoi caves. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> It'll survive another disaster. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> How about you, Jasmine? Um, I feel like for us, we're so lucky to be an isolated island. That's... So I feel like zombies will take a long time to get here. If they can figure out how to sail a boat. Yeah, but I mean, like we are that's the thing that we are a small island. Like infection will spread fast. That's true. I mean, we already saw how the rest of the public was. Never mind, I'm not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. But yeah, mm-hmm. go on, girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, given that we are an isolated island, I feel like we have so much time to prepare. Like like how everyone prepared for COVID, you know. Mm-hmm. It took a while for it to get here. Mm-hmm. And but when you know, it happened... When it happened, it hit. It happened. Yeah, but then, I mean... I feel like when it really happens, though, people aren't going to take it seriously anyway. So when we get news of it, we're going to know. We're going to know. We're going to trust our gut. And plus, I live in an apartment. I live on the second floor. I'll just walk off the stairs or something. <laughs> you do know that there's, like... It's not that high. <laughs> ah, they can't jump ten feet. <laughs> And then once you get the World War Z zombies, it'd be a different story. Oh, man. You know what? We're thinking of realistic zombies. <laughs> okay, for me, I would avoid the malls. It's too big. There's too many options for entranceways. Um, I want to keep it really small and compact. So I'd probably hide out at, like, one of those restaurants. Like, I'd hide out at, like, Chili's. 
Mm. Or, well, it's not really Chili's anymore, but, like, or Ruby Tuesdays. You know, somewhere with the roof I can get on top of. Um, I could go to Home Depot. Mm. You know, they got a bunch of weapons there. Lots of weapons. Ooh, yeah. Lots of weapons. Yeah. Or I'll hide out at a Wendy's because, you know... Discount. I'll figure out the four for four eventually. <laughs> I'll figure out how to put it all together. I'll be set for life. I'll be fat as fuck. And then the zombie land rule applies. <laughs> but I think that would probably be my first go-to. So I'd probably do that. Um, did you figure out a place yet, Jane, of where you probably go? Aim for high elevation. Maybe. For some reason, I don't know why I thought of the movie theaters. It could kind of work. Yeah, it could work. You could hide in the seats and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Unlimited nachos, hot dogs, and popcorn. They also have that, like, I guess, when they do um, air out the movies on the top floor. Yeah. But I've never been there. Yeah. Yeah. But that could maybe be a good hideout. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because it's not... It's not... Um, accessible to the public, right? Yeah. There's like one door. That's yeah. the hard part. There's oh. one, one exit, one, one exit, one oh. entrance. Yeah. You're gonna be backed up, girl. <laughs> That's scary. That's train to Busan, but in a movie theater. <laughs> no, just, as, as long as I have my um, wrapped up ramen, she's gonna be counting her days. <laughs> Eat one per day, then you're good. <laughs> yeah, she's good. All right. Well. I'm glad that we've uh, made our escape plans. Uh, hopefully that a zombie apocalypse never happens to Guam or the whole entire world. But now I know what the rest of these three bitches are going to be doing <laughs> when the zombie apocalypse comes. So if all of a sudden ramen um, goes out of the stores and out of stock, we you know, know who to blame. We know who to blame. <laughs> and if you want uh, something, uh, if you want to have a good time, go find Fee in the caves. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, well, ladies, this has come to the end of our topic of discussion for Zombies of the Night. Um, thank you guys for joining us. This has been so much fun. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I, you know, uh, for those of you that want to follow them, um, girls, do you want to let them know where they can find you on maybe Twitter, Instagram, or anything? So, my Instagram handle is Janella, but you have to replace the A's with B's. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, you can find me, Janella. We'll post these up on our uh, on our profile. It'll be there. And how about you, Fee? Do you uh, and do you know where they can find you? You can find my Twitter. Um, my Instagram is currently um, under, so construction. Yeah, under construction. <laughs> uh, but you can follow my Twitter at solo underscore Fee Ness. Ooh. Well, they don't need to, they don't need to know where to find us because we are already on the page. Yeah, yeah, they need fresh faces. <laughs> They're tired of us already. New blood. <laughs> um, so, girls, before we go, um, let can we let our listeners know uh, maybe something that we've been doing through this COVID period? Uh, you know, something that we've been doing and uh, just to get you know past the time. Uh, maybe a show that you watched or a hobby that you picked up. So, uh, what have you girls been up to? I've been up to working out actually. Wow. And yeah, I've been growing the peach. You know, I've been trying to grow the peach. Um, I also have been trying to practice yoga actually. Wow, because I guess it's it's you know, being quarantined kinda of makes you a little crazy. Yeah. And stuff and I do wanna like I did wanna try um, meditating for a while now and just be like find my inner peace. Especially like being at home. And I've been binge watching loose. And your girl has Animal Crossing. 
<laughs> so me too. She's been busy. She's been busy. Find her. Uh, find her island. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and uh, Fee, how about you? What have you been up to uh, throughout this whole COVID period? Well, I've been binge-watching Netflix, um, a lot of K-dramas, and it is kind of weird, but I kind of live on a farm, so I've been feeding my animals. Guys, she has a pig. She has a pig. Cute. I have a pig, so yeah, she takes up most of my time. I just love her, and then I have two dogs, so I feed them as well. Oh, she living that. She living that uh, domesticated life. We like that. We live for her. I love that life. It's so peaceful. How about you, Jasmine? Um. Well, you know, of course, binge watching on horror movies, or I mean, not binge watching horror movies, because then you know, like some movies need a break, like we said. But I also have been playing Animal Crossing. My island's looking real cute. Looks like a farm. I'm into that lifestyle, like I said. <laughs> but yeah, so most of my time is spent on Animal Crossing because I'm not an actual farmer. And um, binge watching movies. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, for me, I haven't been doing too much. I mean, basically kind of the same thing with the girls. Um, I've been catching up on my Netflix. I have watched a lot of shows. I've basically cleared out all five seasons of both uh, Z Nation and The Magicians. Um, as well, I'm currently on Black Summer. Uh, that one's a that one's a very very heavy show, so uh, very zombie related too as well. So you know, relatable to the topic. Um, been working and been podcasting. So I have this and my other show. I need a drink. So uh, both you know, check both of those out. We are sister podcasts. So hopefully you guys will take a listen to those too. Um, but other than that, I think that's pretty much what we have what we have for the uh, you know rest of the night. And uh, we hope that we see you guys again. Um, next episode, we'd love to have you guys uh, for whatever episodes you guys want to come on. And we, uh, listeners, we hope that you guys enjoyed our ghouly guests this evening. Uh, they have been so wonderful. So thank you girls again for coming on. Thank you. Okay, so this is us signing off. Good night and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Boo, bitch. Get, get out, out the way. way. Get out the way. Get out the way. Boo, bitch. Get out the way. <laughs>